the D word. The D word. What's the D word? Debut. Discovery. Diversity. Disability. With Alex, Bella and Rosie. Hey guys, what does a skeleton order at a restaurant? What? Spare ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the D Word. I'm Rosie. I'm Bella. And I'm Alex. Food. How do we feel about food? Best Great. subject ever. <laughs> Love it. Can't live without it. Love Literally. It. What's your favourite food? Ooh, pasta. Mm. Anything pasta. Spaghetti. I like a bit of pesto. Mm. I like a bit of carbonara. Mm. Bolognese. There's so much you can do with pasta. I know. I feel like that's what the reason we're best friends. Yeah, possibly. It's yeah. like why we connected. We connected over our love of pasta. Mm, yeah, so many much. variations. Just thinking about it now makes me hungry. Mm. Lasagna. Cannelloni. Mm. Gnocchi. Oh my god, gnocchi. Uh, gnocchi. gnocchi is everything. The best. Mac and cheese. Oh, my mum makes the best mac and cheese. Everyone will probably like be grossed out by it but it's the best it's like it's a variation of the original mac and cheese which is fake it has the um crunchy top but mm. the one my mum makes is gooey and cheesy and oh, so good yeah rosie and i used to uh make this pasta and they have uh, introduced me to was, this pasta it's odd but it worked it's and so we ate it for years still do and <laughs> still do um we have added a few ingredients here and there over the years to give it that little bit extra. But what we do is we have cheese. Now it can be mozzarella cheese or a tasty cheese. I normally go for the tasty cheese. Mm. And then we add mayonnaise, lots of mayonnaise, and a bit of garlic. And that's pretty much it. And then since then we've added more things. Sometimes like when I'm not with Alex because she doesn't like fish, I add smoked salmon to it. Ooh, mm. that'd be nice. Yeah, it works. I've uh, added pesto to it a few times and avocado. Yeah, that's good. All avocado is together. Good. Yes, and that has confirmed my love for pesto. Bella's mum makes good pesto pasta as well. <laughs> my dad makes a really good homemade pesto. It's very basil-y. It's very garlicky. And it is the best thing. Yeah, it sounds good. Mm. I, should, I, will, I will get him to make it for you guys one day. You mentioned favourite food. What are our favourite restaurants? You guys actually introduced me to this place. It is called Trinity. Ah, Trinity. It's on South Bank. It's an Italian restaurant. Yes. And it's got a very, 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 very large menu. Yeah. It's huge. Lots of pasta on it. So if you're a really indecisive person, you're going to be there for a while. I'm the kind of person that when you, I go to restaurants, I very much do the same thing every single time, just so I don't get confused. Oh, I was going to say, it's the same thing every time you're Googling the menu before you Oh, yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I'm Googling the order, I'm Googling the price, so I know how much money to pay. So I'm that person. And it's wheelchair friendly. There is a lift. And it's an accessible bathroom. You know another place that I've recently discovered is work is Blue Train. Yes. In Southgate. That place is great. It's great. Mm. I don't necessarily have a favourite restaurant, but I do tend to go for the same sort of, let's say, takeaway places. Yeah. I've got a place that is our go-to. So say like Dumpling Chest 
is normally where I would end up, yeah. to be honest, because me and dumplings are great friends. I crave dumplings every <laughs> single week. I don't have dumplings every single week, but I wish that I could have dumplings every single week. You're like me with carbonara. I don't eat it very often. I crave it every single day of my life. Mm. Do you buy Kaiosa? No. You can get Kaiosa from Coles and I order it online. I leave it in my freezer and then when I'm craving dumplings, I just steam them and eat them. Oh, well, I'll maybe do that now. You should. Alex, you've started your own little business. Tell us a bit about that. It's called Arbon. So some people might have heard of it. It's been around for the last 40 years, so it's nothing new. And it is a business that anyone can do. It's selling nutrition products or skincare and makeup, bath and body products. It is for literally anyone, for the whole family. And it's all botanical products and there's no nasty chemicals in that most Australian products use these days because it's a European company. It's vegan, gluten-free and dairy-free and it is wonderful. I'm loving it. What kind of stuff does Arbonne sell? For the nutrition, there's a lot of powders, so like protein shakes sort of things. And they have protein bars and then there's it's called a green balance so it's got like green in powder form so like one scoop would equal one cup of vegetables so it's very good for you there's lots of um, other little products that have probiotics or vitamins really good for gut health liver health there's a mind health one so it's good for memory and focus and really helps people with things like autism or ADHD yeah, a really good place to work and run the business because like there's really supportive people and really everyone is positive in the business and aim to help people with their lives. Excellent. What do you think is the best Arbonne product? Oh, that's a tough one because I'm obsessed with many things, but I would have to say just because it's in my bag all the time and there is one empty one sitting next to me on the table right now, I would have to say the fizz sticks. Can you confirm the fizz sticks are incredible? Yeah, so there's two flavours, so there's pomegranate and citrus. I really like both of them. I have a pomegranate one sitting next to me right now and I think it's my favourite one, but I will sometimes, if I have like a full drink bottle's worth of water, I will put one of each in and mix the two flavours together. Nice. Best of both worlds, really. I bought a bunch of products today and I'm very excited about trying them. Yeah, what did you buy? I bought some makeup, so I bought foundation, I bought some lipstick, I bought lip liner. I think that's about it, but I'm really excited to try them all. I also did an order today. Ah, look at us go. Yeah, I ordered more of the skincare uh, stuff that Arbonne has. So I ordered a perfume exfoliating kind of yep. scrub, a eye gel mask under my eyes, you know, after a very tiring day at work. Yes, I have those myself and I have used those and they are so nice on the skin. Very excited. And I bought a face mask as well. I also bought the Baby Rain, which are a cluster. It comes in a set. Set, thank you. Yeah, so it's like um, a nappy rash cream, body wash, and some lotions and some sunscreens without all those nasty chemicals for the babies that have sensitive skin. Yeah. I guess we kind of talked about it a little bit, but are these products good for use 
when you're trying to get more, say, um, nutrition in your life, more iron, more calcium, more... Yeah, so they have like fibre and protein products as well as some other essential vitamins and it's mostly for, I guess, gut health and liver health and just general well-being. I found that a lot of people using the products are healthier and live more fulfilling lives and it's helped with a lot of um, conditions that involve your gut. We all know gut health though is very, very important and everything seems to come from the gut. Mm. And I suppose talking about food, a healthy gut is a very, very important thing to have. Well, there's lots of research at the moment supporting gut health and how a lot of things just come from the gut. Yeah. There's been a buzz that's been going around making people feeling like physically sick and need to use the bathroom a lot and it's all the gut. And that's also why water is such a good thing because it clears out all the toxins and bad stuff just washes away. Yes. I have a um, Arbonne drink bottle and I have to say it's probably my best drink bottle that I've ever bought because it holds a litre and it actually has the measurements on the actual bottle itself. So you can see and keep up with how much water you're drinking throughout the day. I also want that today as well. I'm very excited about the drink bottle, I'm not going to yeah. lie. I'm like a cereal drink bottle loser. Yeah, I think I have about 20 just floating around the house. That's opposite of me. <laughs> I've got none floating around the house. You lose them so many times. You actually lost one on Friday night. You yeah. lost one on Friday night? Yeah. Do you want to explain? So I had it and then I went and saw the fundamentals. You know, we're in the crowd. We're like smack bang in the middle of the crowd, pretty much. Then we pushed our way to the front. And then by the time I left, I looked down and my drink bottle was no longer in my drink bottle holder in my wheelchair. I don't know what happened. Drunk person stole it, probably. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Wasn't the best drink bottle anyway, so it's alright. Let's talk a little bit about junk food versus healthy food. We all know that junk food is superior. No, Alex, I'd have to say the opposite. Alex, I love those people that love healthy food. Alex, healthy food tastes like shit. With the exception of like pasta. Well, I mean, it could be healthy. I mean, pasta I, do, I do tend to go for the gluten free option just to, you know, get some extra beans in there it's made of beans and yeah. lentils and peas but um i do love my steamed veggies or veggies just in general for me eating healthier makes me feel better well as it should your body's like oh my god you put a vegetable into me i yeah. love you or it can do the complete opposite and be like what are you doing this isn't normal stop <laughs> I recently went on a um, basketball tournament in Wollongong and we didn't really pack any food so we sort of resorted to eating at the cafe that they had at the stadium or going to Macca's and after that weekend I just didn't feel great yeah. at all. Like I was craving a home cooked meal. It's like when you go away anywhere and you don't have the ability to make your own food and you're eating lots of junk food you always just feel horrible by the time you get back it's almost like you know you can eat mcdonald's and all that stuff every now and then but eating it frequently is probably not the best idea your body is gonna hate you yeah and it's so much more expensive to like eat out 
or eat takeaway? Oh my gosh, if I could eat out like takeaway all the time, I would. That is just so expensive. Yeah, it's much cheaper to just learn how to cook and make your own meals. I actually got a cooking class for my birthday, so uh, I'll be doing that in November. So we'll see how that comes up. I've been making zucchini chips. Yum! That's my way of trying to become healthy. Tricking myself into eating vegetables that are green and making them to chips. I also love eggplant chips. So good. Or sweet potato chips. So they are an excellent alternative to the normal potato chips. Mm. <laughs> also, you can always put, like for people who really like fizzy drinks, you can always either have a fizz stick from our box. Or you can just have soda water and just add like tea. People actually add like oh. like tea flavors to them. I never thought about that. Yeah, hmm. I'm not a tea drinker, so that's probably why. Yeah, well, I was only told about this recently that that's what some people do. Hmm, interesting. I mean, I've never really liked fizzy drinks too much because we never had them in my house. But it just meant that when I was away from my house, it was my naughty drink that I would have. Yeah. And I thought that once I'd moved out, I'd have nothing but fizzy drink, but I don't. It. Yeah, I'm not a fizzy drink person myself. I uh, don't like anything with bubbles. Mm. I'm a weird one like that. Even like champagne or soda water, soft drinks, I don't like them. Which is probably a good thing because uh, there's lots of sugar in fizzy drinks, obviously. And for people like us with our disabilities, we know we need to look after our kidneys. Yeah. And it's a great way to get kidney stones is drinking lots of fizzy drinks. That's what I like about the Arbonne fizz sticks because they're full of vitamin B and antioxidants and they have um, natural caffeine in them. So they are like more beneficial than a soft drink or say a coffee as well. Ella, what do you substitute? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? Uh, my diet is very, very bad. It consists of pasta. But pasta do you and more eat pasta. Some vegetables, don't you? I mean, I eat onions and lettuce and all that kind of stuff. But like. Tomatoes? I'm actually weird with tomatoes. I think I have. I'm not 100% sure, but I think I have some kind of um acidic. Acidic. <laughs> acidic issue going on because every time I eat uh, tomatoes or I drink orange juice or whatever, my, my tongue starts to really tingle. Ah, I was gonna say maybe you have a fructose tolerance but no, it's your tongue. You know what's weird? With um the orange juice thing, I can drink fresh orange juice and it's fine. Yeah. But if I drink the juice from the store, I react. I get a rash around my mouth. That's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a preservative or something in there. Yeah, because I was testing it out with my sister and she gave me a slice of orange and I ate it and I didn't react to it at all, but then I had a glass of store-bought orange juice and immediately my mouth was red. And orange juice is one of my favourite drinks ever. Mm. Mine's apple juice. It's a little sugar also. I do love pineapple. I love it. Pineapple, I think that's another thing I'm allergic to. Yeah. <laughs> Just to add to the list of six billion things I seem to be allergic to. While we're on the subject of pineapple, I feel like it has to be a question in here. Pineapple and pizza. Absolutely. No way. Rosie, get no. out. Get out. No, it's a fruit and it's, uh, it shouldn't be warm. I like pineapple. Pineapple is great, but it shouldn't be warm. It's a fruit. Is that the only time I actually eat pineapple? No. Nah. When it's on pizza. I love, I always add it. Nah. My pizzas. No. Nah. <laughs> no, pineapple belongs there. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. You're wrong. No. Changing subject. 
What is your favourite home-cooked meal slash what is your go-to meal to make? It's either my dad's spaghetti bolognese or my mum's mac and cheese, which I talked about earlier. (laughs) Yeah. Excellent. And I wonder why I'm so bloated all the time. (laughs) I, whilst I've moved out of home and everything, obviously had to fend for myself. And uh, when I was living with a housemate a couple years ago, she taught me how to make like satay sauce from scratch so I made like satay chicken hokkien noodles and I put like veggies and stuff in it as well to make it all healthy and I feel like because I can make that pretty much from scratch it's sort of my signature thing my signature thing now that you said because you can make it from scratch I'm thinking this might not be a signature thing because I do not make it from scratch (laughs) but I like to make a chicken curry but I always buy the curry. When I went shopping with mum a while ago, she said to me, oh, do you want curry powder? You know, you can make your own kind of curry. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, mum, it's in a jar. You just dip it in. So, yeah, I make a, what I like to call a very lacklustre curry because I do not eat vegetables like Alex does. What is in my curry is literally the curry paste from the tin, some chicken, some mushrooms, pumpkin, and spinach. And death. And then also, you know, <laughs> obviously <laughs> coconut milk. There is an element of death in there too, by the way. Putting it out there. Rosie once made a curry for us and it nearly killed me. But I really one. enjoyed it. Thank you. Good. It's really nice. I've since then mastered it because remember the curry that I made that was like really creamy? I cannot do spicy food in the slightest. Like if there's a touch of spice in there, I will be able to tell. And it's very bad. I've actually gotten pretty good with spice doing all my psycho power trips. With all of the Asian food, it tends to be quite spicy. So I feel like I've built a tolerance. Speaking of overseas, what are your guys? Because you guys... Obviously, do the Cycle Power annually. What is your favourite overseas meal? There's so many options that I had overseas, but I have to mention when I was in Bali because I would constantly want this dish. It didn't matter what meal it was, whether it was breakfast, lunch or dinner. I was like, where is this dish? Because we had buffet breakfast. Mm. So there was always that more traditional sort of breakfast. Yeah. But it was me goring. Ate me goring for breakfast? I certainly did. And lunch. And you know, so, so good. And then I'll try and have it here. And it's just not the same. And it's quite interesting. Mine's not so much a meal as a fruit. There's this fruit called mango seed. And mm-hmm. it's the best fruit in the world. To the point where every time I'm going to a country that has mango seed, I have to have one. Twist them to break them so their skin's a bit hard, but you twist it and you open it up and it's kind of like almost like a mandarin-ish in the way of the shape, but they're white and they've got a pip in the middle of them. It's mm-hmm. a lovely kind of colour texture, yeah. So good. I also enjoyed sticky rice and mango. It is quite divine. It is. When I went to Singapore a million years ago now, my family over there took me to one of the markets that they have and introduced me to something called chicken rice, which is exactly how it sounds. It's chicken and rice, but this specific chicken and rice is quite special to Singapore. And so now every time I go, I have to have it. And it's one of my cousin's favourite meals. So we have it and it's great. If you were to take three ingredients, just ingredients Ingredients. alone. Ingredients. Ingredients. Okay, so like maybe flour so I could make damper. 
you know, like really realistic things so that mm. I could survive. Water, because I'd be on a desert island and I would need water. Water's helpful. Seeds. Probably seeds of food that will grow into trees. Very logical answers. Yeah. For me, of course, I'm going to have to say pasta. Mm-hmm. And cheese. Can't not have cheese. See, I'm weird. I feel like I'm one of the only people on the planet that doesn't actually like cheese unless it's melted. Melted cheese is the best though. Yeah, but I've melted the cheese on the pasta. Mm. But just like regular cheese, like grated, can't do it. And I think my third one, I'd have to have a vegetable. Weirdly enough, I would choose broccoli. I do like broccoli. Yeah, me too. Because it can go in the pasta with the cheese. I would go pasta. I'd go onion. I'm assuming you could cut trees and like get wood off there and then create a fire somehow. For my third, garlic. I do like garlic a lot. I, just I love onion. It's funny that none of us said chocolate. No. Oh, see, I don't like chocolate that much. I like it in a certain time of month. I mean, as <laughs> I feel like every girl does. But I feel like after a lot of chocolate, you sort of get thirsty. Get, well, sick and thirsty yeah. and you feel pretty gross. But, I mean, if worse comes to worse, I just drink the water from the sea. You're more thirsty. Yeah. You just salt water. When you're eating certain foods, you're like, I could eat this for the rest of my life. But then when someone asks you what food, you know, you, I can't think of it. It's like someone asking you, oh, tell me about yourself. Instantly forget everything. I've got a question for you guys. So, I was doing a bit of research on foods and things to do with certain foods that you eat that can help with your mental health and preventing symptoms, cleansing your body really. And I came across something called superfoods. Have we ever heard of superfoods before? Sure have. That rings a bell. Things like kale. Kale oh. chips are great. I was literally about to say that. Kale chips are so good. So good. I don't think I've had kale chips. You literally just put kale in the oven and it crisps up. Yes, you haven't lived if you haven't had kale chips. It's just crispy kale. While I was reading about these superfoods, something very interesting that I came across is eating certain types of food that are high in omega-3s. So that'd be like bright coloured fish, salmon, mackerel, all those kind of fishes. Chicken, which I found very interesting. So it's, it's a specific type of chicken that's been fed flaxseed and... That list includes seaweed. So all these foods I was reading, they they don't cure it, but they do lessen the symptoms of mental illnesses such as schizophrenia and depression, which I thought was pretty amazing. So it just goes to show that it is really, really important what you put into your body. You know, I'm going to change the subject and now bring it back to disability because I don't know how to segue this, so I'm just going to just go to disability now, guys. You know, I think it's really important to talk about our packaging because a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of war and waste at the moment and a lot of talks about how a lot of vegetables and fruit are unnecessarily packaged and I just thought that we should have a discussion about it just to, you know, open people's eyes about the other side of things which is disabled people wanting to live independently and not being able to physically cut fruit and vegetables and that being a bit of a godsend to them that they can buy it already chopped up. 
and also straws. A lot of people with disabilities use straws for a lot of different reasons. So I don't think we can cut out the whole straw thing, especially because some straws that are good for the environment, say metal straws, burn the crap out of you when you drink hot drinks through it. Yeah, I can see that. What do you guys think about this whole war and waste? Yeah, I think people that don't need to use it need to just not use it. Yeah. And for the people that need to use it, they need to use it. It's a very helpful tool and even if we were to cut out straws for the people that don't need it, it would help the environment so much because obviously not everyone with a disability needs to use a straw. Mm. It's only certain types of disabilities. So there'd be a whole lot less straws in the world if only the people that actually needed to use a straw used them. But my question is, does that mean that people that don't use straws that are creating the straws stop creating them so that people that need them no longer have that choice? I have a few friends that use straws, but when they go to these restaurants, to these cafes, order their drink and they need a straw, there's none available. I have a friend that brings a straw to wherever they go. What happens if you forget the straw though? These, these things happen. Like it's just, you know, just trying to open up a discussion. Restaurants have a few straws in their restaurants and that's okay. My mum found this great straw while she was away. She came back with a bamboo straw. Oh. So, because obviously different straws help for different drinks. And it was a really mm. thick straw, so you can have things like your thick shakes and your smoothies and yeah. your bubble teas and stuff because it's thick and easy to use. I actually read an article the other day and there was this restaurant that started using pasta yes, as a straw, in that. Oh, which I feel God. like it might work, but I think it would get silly. If it was a hot drink, so then you could just eat the pasta. You'd literally cook the pasta and then be able to eat it. It's a win-win. Yeah. Depends on the hot drink, though. Can you imagine, like, a hot chocolate and then all of a sudden you have a chocolatey pasta? Yeah. I'm not doing it. But people eat things like Nutella pizza. That's true. So you never know. It could be the best thing on the planet. I feel like these, these discussions help people invent awesome things. But I also feel... Um, as well that now the NDIS has come into action for mm. most of us that people are getting help in the kitchen can actually get someone to cut up their food but there's always you know that option but for those really independent people that just don't want any help the cut up versions are great yeah definitely actually really really good and it's good that now most of the places that have this cut up stuff with all the plastic wrapped around it that's not recyclable, you can actually take it back to the supermarkets and put them in the special bins that properly recycled, which is kind of great. Or just good for people who are like me and are extremely lazy when it comes to cooking and all those kind of things and just want something quick, you can take it out of the freezer or the pantry and bam, it's already cut for you. That's why chimney noodles are good. Oh, yeah. See? This this is the <laughs> thing, right? Alex is our health freak of the group. Not going to lie, I did have chimney noodles about two weeks ago, or, or last week, I can't remember. That's okay. Of, it's a thing that's in the cupboard. Mm. My boyfriend eats them all the time. <laughs> but I do have the occasional one, maybe once a month, when I can't bother cooking for myself. Fair enough. Whereas Rosie and I... I don't have them all the time. I only have them when I can't be bothered. Because I've learned the awesome skill of pre-preparing a meal 
and then freezing it. I feel like that's adulting, like, level 100. Adulting yeah. 101 and with Rosie. you eat it for dinner, and then you take the rest, rest of it to work the next day for lunch. You want to know something really, really awesome? Yes. My mum, this is a bit back ago, but my mum was out eating somewhere, and she ran into this woman who I think had Down syndrome working there. And I just thought that was incredible because, as we know, it's extremely hard as a disabled person to get a job. Yeah. Mm. I feel like there's actually been quite a lot of news around hiring disabled people, especially in the food industry. Actually, I have a friend that works at Macca's in the McCafe. She's got cerebral palsy and she makes coffees all day and she absolutely loves her job. Yeah, and I think that's because as to some people that might seem like, oh, I can do better than that or, you know, I'm better than making coffees, but for someone who struggles really, really hard to get a job and then get the job, it's a sense of doing something. Mm. But she also really enjoys it. Like, mm. she doesn't think, oh, I can do something better. Cause yeah. Just, it's, it's all about enjoying what you do yeah. and having that chance or that opportunity that, that's it, the opportunity to be able to do it. Yeah. It's um and there's going there's a lot of places in the food industry that are hiring people with disabilities. I learnt about a cafe, I can't remember where it is and I know it's closed now, but they only hired disabled people. That's incredible. Yeah. So they had like a lot of people with intellectual disabilities and Down syndrome doing the preparing and the wait stuff. And that's really good. And also where I work, there's a place called Access Inc. that's near my work. That's also run by people with disabilities. They prepare food for our lunches. So we can order a salad that's been prepared by them, donating back to this organisation that gives people a chance to have a job and do something they enjoy. I love that. I know that I've been very happy now that I've got a job. Now that I've started Arbon, I've started living a lot healthier and it's made me a lot happier person because of the people around me also running their business with Arbon. And I'm just me. You'll get to eventually. Because I love Arbon so much and I want everyone else to love Arbon just as much as I do, we are actually going to do a giveaway. I mentioned this product before because it's like my go-to product, uh, which is the Fizz Sticks, which is a natural energy boost with all of the good vitamins, so vitamin Bs, antioxidants, and natural caffeine to just give you that natural boost that really benefits your body and isn't like coffee or soft drink. So it gives you a natural buzz and a lift that you need. Yeah, yeah, and they are really, really yummy. So I will be giving away a box of fizz sticks. You guys can choose the flavour that you want. So there's two flavours to choose from. You've got pomegranate or citrus. So if you would like to win a box of fizz sticks, all you have to do is tell us on Instagram what flavour you want and tag three friends on the post as well. Well, that's all we have time for on the D word. So... Look out for the post with the competition details and comment what flavour you want and three friends and we will announce the winner in the next podcast in a month's time. Yes. You will hear from us then. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.